0: Welcome to Bad Roles, Worst Decisions, a Dungeons & Dragons live play podcast. I am Bree Smith, the Dungeon Master for the current campaign, Ascension, and each week I am joined virtually by my amazing friends and cast of characters. Aaron Wainwright as the adorable yet completely terrifying gnome sorcerer, Debbie Rivenstone. John Wainwright as the axe-wielding Goliath Barbarian and dog's best friend, our Stone Smasher. Josie Kipe as Samanari, a Kalistar druid who enjoys the open sea, a bright sky, and a fashionable cape. And Amanda Lucas as Nimwe, an Asamar ranger with a great sense of humor and a taste for competition. Together, they fight back the darkness that threatens their world, while growing toward their divine destiny. This podcast may contain swearing, violence, and general rowdiness that may not be appropriate for children. Listener discretion is advised. Sometimes
1: fate offers a bad hand, and your choices are pretty rough. You could do your best with what you've got, or turn and call fate's bluff. Bad rolls, worst decisions. Sometimes you have to guess and see. Bad rolls. Worst decisions, good thing, we're so lucky. Bad rolls, worst decisions, no one's died so far. Bad rolls, worst decisions, we've got
2: a nice low bar.
0: Welcome back, bad rollers, to another game of Ascension. So previously, after days of traversing through the mountain tunnels, You found yourself in a giant stronghold that has been abandoned and long forgotten. After a short amount of exploring, you found a guest room that had been sealed away from the ravages of time and you took refuge for the night. Argrath, during that night, you woke to the knocking at a door because you'd been transported to an ethereal realm where you had been summoned by the last ruler of the giants, Lord Kalos of the Frostpeak Clan. And in this space between living and the dead, he told you the story of Amari's creation, the fall of Azar, and the role the giants had played in the Great War. He also explained that the giants no longer had a place or purpose after the war was won and Azar was banished. They asked Amaranth to be laid to rest until they were needed again. You also learned about your own creation, or the creation of the Goliaths, and how they were created from the essence. Of those giants, and basically their purpose was to protect the mountain and the secrets that laid beneath it. But time can even make a god forget, and those giants became nothing but a story told in Amari. Waking again on the material plane, Argrath explained to the rest of you what he had been told, and you all decided it was a priority to find the giants resting somewhere in the mountain. It did take a while of convincing, though. Luckily, Sam had prepared commune with nature for the day and asked the mountain itself where to find the giants. Through a lot of trial and error, you all found your way out of the stronghold and have ventured down into a cavern of ice that holds the suspended bodies of the remaining giants. Except for three, who are already excavated by Azar's cronies using a new type of explosive. Sam. With a clever use of the Destroy Water spell, you managed to quickly melt the ice around one of the giants, freeing him. You also summoned Chicken Wing to heal any damage that the ice may have caused. But the giant didn't wake until he caught a scent of the cavefisher meat that you waved in front of his nose, and he immediately grabbed it and shoved it into his mouth. Unfortunately, the food didn't sit very well, and with his thawing organs still trying to wake up a little bit, You are now standing, watching as this giant man opens up his mouth and just vomits at your feet. Luckily, you back up enough that you aren't hit in the crossfire. But yeah, so you are now standing with this newly thawed giant, vomit at the feet, and he's coughing out the rest of the bile. That's stuck in his throat.
3: In giant, I'll yell out, Hail! I am Argrath stone smasher, the mountain slayer of dragons, champion of Amaranth.
0: He looks up at you, gives you an up and down. Well met, small one. And he rubs his eyes a little bit, and he looks at the rest of you, and he really squints at you, W and then comes back and he's like, ah, I see the small ones are getting even smaller.
3: Yeah, that's Debbie. I'm actually quite large now. This is considered large. You're obviously considered giant. I don't think they speak giant. Do you speak common? I do not. Okay, I'll is- just translate. It's like a basic, it's the most boring language of all.
0: The language of the small one.
3: Yeah, that one. But you know how a lot of small ones all have their own language, but they have one language they can all speak?
0: Yes, I think I remember. Yeah, it's it's just like that.
3: But if there's anything you want to say, I can gladly tell them. And also, look around. Bit of a time thing here. We were not the first to find your resting place. And unfortunately, agents of Azar have also been here. And it looks like they have taken three of your brothers.
0: As you mention Azar's name, as you continue to talk, he leaps to his feet. And he's like, Where is he? Has he escaped?
3: So he has a presence on this world uh, that is growing. We are working to stop that. The problem is he hides a lot. Coward, right? Like We've been going through fighting him wherever he finds him, winning. But he keeps running away or acting through others. I don't know if he did that back when you guys were fighting him. He did. Yeah, like a coward. Doesn't take the fight. Doesn't take the hit yeah so apparently trying to kidnap your family your fellow warriors is his next thing to do so we were hoping to wake everyone else up to further battle Azar and to make sure they can't fall under his influence because he now has people that can take over bodies Hmm. and no offense you're you guys are a lot of body we want to make sure you're on the proper side of good and light rather than being taken over by the darkness.
0: See. And he finally takes a look around at the space that he's in. It's like, I remember this place. And he looks down the rest of the hall and he sees the rest of his family. How long has it been?
3: I had a cool dream vision with Kilos. Kilos is still alive? Only in Dream Visions, he's passed on to the next realm. I am supposed to find his son.
0: Mm. Yes, Muntar second.
3: Oh, I was going to look for his medallion, but I guess you probably just know him, eh? Of course I know the Lord's son. But talking to Lord Kilos, what was told to me was it was long enough that even gods forgot about the role giants originally played. So, you have been gone a very long time.
0: It means that the world must have been in peace until then.
3: It was really nice.
0: Can I uh, say
1: that I cast Comprehend Languages, especially when the giant jumped up, (laughs) screaming?
0: You're like, oh God, I just know what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. And then I've
1: been translating for everybody.
0: Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. And he starts to walk down the corridor and he puts his hand on the ice and he stops at each person and he, you hear him naming each of them. So he walks by and he's Vala, Voltes. He names one after another and then almost like he's taking like an attendance and then he goes to the other side of the wall and he does the same and then he gets to the end where the three are missing and he's Oscar, Zini and in valda those are the three that are missing he chuckles a little bit they will be surprised when they learn that zezina cannot fight oh <laughs> you guys are totally gonna fight with us right he's like of course our okay. purpose in life is to protect this land
3: ours too this is gonna be a great team up do you have amaranth's magic inside you already because if not I have a neat ability where I can make your powers even more powerful.
0: We weren't given magic. Only that small one, Okay, dwarf, was given magic. With permission,
3: may I put a hand on you?
0: No, I am not a warrior. Oh. I am... I forget myself. My name is Gunthor. Third of his name, son of Gunthor II, master of the kitchens.
3: Wait, so you could teach me how to cook really great giant food? I could. Oh, okay, but the neat thing about my powers is it's not just warrior powers. It helps develop any type of power that you may have inside you to amplify it. We've helped people become protectors, healers. Okay. Amaranth's gifts are many, so like I could try.
0: I am grateful for that, but I feel if there is one to gift to, it would be Montar the Second. It would be Lord Kalos, his son, or his wife. Oh. I am. I am but a lowly chef. The warriors should have it first.
3: Okay, if we bless them, I'm coming back around to you. I just got to say it,
0: and I would be honored.
3: Uh, which one of these was uh, Muntar? We should maybe do him next. And
0: He walks you back down to the row that you took him out of, but at the opposite end. He puts a hand up and he's like, This is Lady Akil. This is Lord Kalos's wife. Also chosen of Amaranth. And then you see a small, smaller, <laughs> about your size, maybe a little bit taller, child next to her and second like, this is Muntar the second
3: Oh okay well, How do you feel about some teamwork I can take the little one You can get started on Lady Ikiil and we'll get him freed so they can't fall under the sway of bad people
0: Okay And he yep. starts to pull back a giant fist and he starts just punching at the ice and you can see it cracking and cracking and pieces start falling down and you could though like with every impact you could feel the shaking of the cavern kind of running through it
3: okay argrath being the impressionable person he is is going to watch that then immediately turn and start punching his similar size thing to see if he can
0: (laughs) copy that yeah give me a strength check. all right you
4: know,
3: strength, athletics. You said No, Your strength. <laughs> strength. All right, uh, fourteen.
0: Okay, so you you start to go, and the you haven't done a lot of hand to hand in a while, so like those calluses and stuff haven't really have you. And so, like with every punch, you're just like this hurts a little bit. This hurts a little bit. But you you start to make little cracks. Uh, but you. Because your fist is significantly <laughs> smaller than his. This is not quite as impactful. And he looks down at you and he kind of shakes the water off of his hand that's kind of developing. And he kind of like pats you on the shoulder and he's like, I think your mighty axe there might be a better tool.
3: Yeah, I just did want to show off the cool axe right from the beginning is all. And yeah, I'll, maybe I'll use this now. And I'm going to feel like you can tell Argrath is super embarrassed like this is the <laughs> this is a his first ever giant and he totally looked like a weakling in front of him and then yeah I'll sm- I'll, I'll hit it with my axe
0: okay do a I want you to do an attack roll I just want to see how well you hit the ice okay Sorry, not an attack roll do a damage roll sorry damage
3: oh thank goodness cuz the yeah. attack roll was garbage
0: no sorry d- damage yeah i want to see like how nicely you swing that an axe of yours.
3: All right, that is twenty-four.
0: Yeah. So you pick up the axe and you swing, and you just are starting to take chunks out of the ice. And he looks down and he's like, "I knew, I knew that was a, that was your best tool." Yeah. And so, so the rest of you are just watching as Argrath is swinging this axe, and this giant is just punching. <laughs> this wall and it slowly starts to break but it's it's still going to be slow work at this point so what are the rest of you doing as you're watching (laughs) these males basically attack the
5: (laughs) (laughs) what time of day is it now like how long Uh, did it take us to free the first giant you're probably looking at just past midday
0: Okay. You guys woke up real because Argrath basically woke up and snuck out
5: fairly, or tried to.
0: You guys are looking feeling a little peckish.
5: I'm also gonna I'm gonna do a wheel or whoa because I didn't do that at the start of the day. (laughs) That is an odd number. Oops, sorry. So it's a wheel. It is.
2: Whoa. Oh,
5: 12, sorry. So I can roll a d6 whenever a creature I can see within 30 feet of me makes an attack roll, saving throw, or an ability check. I can use my reaction to roll a d6 and subtract the number nice. from the total.
2: Yep. And am going to keep searching around the room, see if there's anything, and also focusing on whether or not she feels any portals showing up, because that's the big thing she's concerned about.
5: Oh, were we going to set the trap, like the double right, double trap at the portal? Oh, so yeah. So have Dovey's warning thing and then also Nimue's portal sensing. That's right. I need 11 minutes to cast Alarm. Do you want company while you cast Alarm so you're not there by yourself? Yeah. Okay. I'll go with Dovey. While they're, like, <laughs> smashing the ice, you know, start,
1: like, casting Alarm and do stuff. And... I can like still hear what you know they're saying in giant and I'm just like laughing to you guys. I'm like, Yeah, so the giant is, you know, helping Argrath out and telling him to use his axe. <laughs> it's
5: pretty funny. <laughs> called him small.
0: Yeah, called him small. <laughs> Ooh, Argrath is gonna need some boosting up later. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so you go and you start to cast do do because it's a ritual casting? Yeah, so you start to basically go around and you lay down like sigils and runes to create a trap in the area in that little plateau where again you saw the footsteps disappear. Are you doing it just in that that one spot, or are you doing it on the other entrance as well?
1: I was thinking I could go to where we saw the footprints stop and like maybe do it in that area. I'm also, I can choose to have people not set it off. So I'm also going to have it not for us to set it off. We won't set it off. But if another creature goes on it. Can I work on
5: erasing our footprints while we're doing that? So the only thing I leave behind is the footprints that have already happened. Make a survival check. Okay. Dice. What is my survival? Oh, good. Oh, yeah. it's a 13. Yeah, so
0: you go and you, you start to cover some of the, like your footprints with more snow. But because it's more ice, as you push it over, you can almost see where your hands kind of slide things over or it doesn't. But you manage to get, as you step back and you look at it from not a detailed perspective, if somebody's just walking by, you don't think that they would notice them. But because you are aware you can definitely see where now you you don't see footprints but you definitely see like fingerprints <laughs> yeah. things over. but you're guessing that from a distracted perspective or from something like focused on, on yeah, something else yeah yeah not looking for it that they, it'll probably be okay
5: okay good enough
0: so you're just doing so you're just putting the alarm on the one section are you you're not doing it on the section closest to the stronghold okay i'll do both
1: Okay. Then I guess I'll do both. Anywhere I think somebody might come and surprise us. Okay.
0: Because I'm like, you- you- because a ritual doesn't cost any spell slots, so... Yeah. Yeah, you're free to do that.
1: I I need a tiny bell and a piece of fine silver wire. I'll just go find Nimue and pick things off her. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that tracks. (laughs) (laughs) A tiny
2: bell and some silver wire? Yep, yep! Let me just let me just find it. It's in here somewhere. I get so
0: much stuff off you for my spells. I like know. seriously, so many things. But my question is, when she says I need a tiny bell, do you offer the bat first? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> just why do you need bell? <laughs> oh. oh no no! Like a, a bell, like ding. Oh oh! You mean like this? <laughs> Little jingle bell.
1: So funny, totally. <laughs> I get a lot of stuff off you. It's really handy that you're, that we're together, and that you collect things. She is my
2: knickknacks. She's your component
1: pouch. Yeah, (laughs) I true.
2: Oh my god,
0: it's true. Yeah, because you just like you're like fine. You're like ooh. (laughs) Ooh shiny.
2: Ooh shiny. Ooh shiny. Put
1: things in your hair while you're sleeping that I know I need later.
2: Nimue would not notice. She'd be like, eh, was that always there? Must have been.
3: Yeah. So on D&D Beyond, you don't have a sack. You have Nimue's hair.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's true.
2: Yeah. I'm useful.
0: All of your dragon scales are in there now. Yeah. Like... Yeah, <laughs>
5: you've got, like, gems, teeth, so much stuff. At this great. point, your hair probably counts as, like, a helmet to shield your head. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I was just thinking if we got captured, it's like, yeah, they took your weapons and armor. Did they shave me bald?
5: No.
0: (laughs) This
3: is the list of what we have to work with.
0: It's like hold on,
2: hold on, give me a second.
0: Oh absolutely. There is now a thieves kit somewhere.
2: (laughs) Like not like rolled up or anything. It's like different yeah. pieces all put through my yeah. hair. Yeah, all like, in different found, spots yeah. too. Yeah. You
0: found like the little hook thing. and You kind of like <laughs> you think you like it's kind of dangling back there. You so you, so it's not like wrapped in a nice thing. It's just like little all the little pins and sticks and stuff are just like
5: dangling in your hair. So if you... we ever get <laughs> captured and we're all like tied together in a circle, we'll just yeah. need to like maneuver until one of us can grab something out of Nimue's hair and we'll be great. <laughs> um.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the irony being, I am not
5: proficient. No, nobody's proficient. I, but so. I have one. <laughs> oh, can I also cast augury while mm-hmm. we're getting ready?
0: You cast it, and it currently stays calm. So it doesn't. There's no any. There's no disturbance in the star map. So you don't get any. Rippling or anything like that at this moment.
5: I will cast it again closer to nighttime. Also,
2: can we go explore downstairs? Not far enough away that I'm separated from the party, but like you're as deep that as can... deep as you can go. Yeah, there's no, there were no further. Okay, yeah.
0: yeah. Basically, you spiraled down a, a couple flights, and you are now in like the deepest part of this cavern. Okay, good.
5: And how far away were the diamonds? I didn't quite know where they were. I just knew the direction to go to them.
0: You, in the vision that you were given, it basically, it didn't take you down like a specific path. It just, like, again, pretend the camera kind of zooms through the wall. With the amount of distance that it made, it's much closer to Dormund and the Dwarven Mines versus where you
5: are now. So on the way back... We can yeah. collect some diamonds. If we survive our encounter with Nimble <laughs> child.
0: So as Debbie goes and she sets up her sigils at both entrances. Sam, you're keeping her company. Nimue, you're probably just, you're probably still just scoping everything out, I'm guessing. Just yeah. looking at all the ins and outs. It takes probably about a half an hour to get everything set up, and you go, you all go back and see the progress of Gunthor and Argrath, and you go in and you see that the you can start to see the fingertips come out of the ice for the lady, and there's still a, a significant distance left for Muntar but you are getting closer. It's because he's a smaller. Shape that he's a little bit further back in the ice, but there is progress of pulling of getting them dug out of the ice. but you are guessing that it's probably going to be a few hours of this work in order to make any kind of significant impact and you can start to see that you when you look at Gunthor's hands, you can start to see blood dripping, and even on as he hits, you can see blood being left on on the ice, but you sense his resolve in getting her out, and he is not losing, fo- he, he's just focused on continuing to crack that ice open and punching, even though you can start to see the blood coming from his hand.
3: Hey, uh, Gunther, would it be better for you to like go inside, like, is there weapons or something, a tool we could use that would be easier? And Much stops. like your suggestion.
0: And he looks at you and he's like, the armory!
2: Let's go to the armory.
3: Yeah, that sounds awesome.
2: Nimue also very curious and would like to see the armory.
3: And, oh, hold on, I'm, I got to get better at this. So I'm not going to rush off and I'll turn to Dovey first. Dovey, we're going to go to the armory to get Gunthar some tools so that we can do this quicker. Are you and Sam good to stay here? Because you guys have like magic where you guys can like let us know if something's happening so we can rush back.
1: That's
5: right.
3: And then I'm going to. Lead- if
5: you find any cool daggers that are my size, you should bring them.
3: Deal. And uh, I'll lean into W. Hey, that was good, right?
1: That was very good. Yes.
3: All right, let's go. I think I'm used to being the fastest and probably <laughs> very shocked by how quickly I'm behind.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but especially because the stairs are giant-sized, not yeah. human-sized. So he just, he takes them like, shh, shh, no problem. And he's not running up the stairs, but he's definitely like, there's a bit of a pep in his step now. He's His energy is starting to come back, and so he just, like, hops almost up the stairs. So you can see a little bounce as he's going from step to step, and you are hauling yourself up the stairs, <laughs> um, you could ca- you could probably like you could probably do like a like a standing jump to get up the stairs, but you're a little slow behind him, but not too much slow Because I'm g- my guess is Argrath would be like you'd be like an all-out like yeah. sprint to get out there.
3: <laughs> I've already embarrassed myself once in front of this dude. Like I am all out, so that he's not waiting long on me a second time.
2: Yeah. So he you can waste trailing like... in the rear. Oh, you're gonna come too? Oh yeah. Always following. There are shiny things. Yeah.
0: So you, so Argrath, because the length or the width of this cavern is actually significantly wide to fit giants, you have a bit of a running leap and you use that momentum to basically hop from one stair to the other. And so you're getting up them pretty quickly. You're a little bit far behind. What are you doing, Nymwe, to get up these stairs? Are you sauntering
2: casually? Are you trying to keep pace? I think trying to keep pace. As long as they're within view, I'm okay. Okay.
0: Are you going to be hopping as well? Or are you just going to be like pulling yourself I think up? Hopping. Okay. I'm going to make you do an athletics check because you are not a Goliath or a giant. <laughs> Four.
2: Okay. Oh wait, no athletics. Hang on. Oh, nine. Okay.
0: <laughs> So you, the first couple steps, you follow Argrath, so you manage to kind of leap up onto them. But then after probably the first set of stairs, you start to get winded and your legs start to burn. Um, and so now you're taking them and you're kind of like, almost like, like kind of leaping and then pushing yourself up onto each of the stairs and you start to fall further behind. But you can definitely hear the, the, the impact. Of the giant as he continues to run up the stairs, and eventually, uh, you get to the top. But you are like put out,
2: (laughs) puffing and puffing, going. It'll be easier to go down. It'll be easier to go
0: down. Yeah, and your calves are just like tight and burning at this point. (laughs) But you can see them. They're back. They're at the stronghold door, and Gunthor stands there, and he looks down at Argrath, and he's. This door was supposed to be barred. Does it continue to be barred?
3: Nope. I lifted up the bar. I moved it. It's to the side. The door itself is very heavy. I loosened it. So if you push it open with ease, that's probably why. But I was not able to fully open it myself.
0: knee looks down. He's like, small one is impressive. That is a big bar.
3: Argrath is on top of the world.
0: <laughs> but it is free. And so he goes... And he puts a hand on it and he you can tell that he braces his foot back and he starts to push and you can see it go and it scrapes against the stone on the inside. And very slowly it starts to open and it gets to a point where it's not fully open and then he's like It's like usually there's stronger ones opening this door. It's like Oh together.
3: Uh, and I'll I'll push at the bottom too to try to help this. Okay.
0: And it it actually helps, and it slides a little bit easier, and he open it opens up a little bit wider, and he's like, "This is enough, this is enough," and he walks through. And uh, by this time, Nimue, you've caught up. <laughs> I'll Nimue finally
2: caught up, going, "Yeah, I'm glad you guys are here."
0: All right, Nimue, we
3: got to be quick now. No more time for lollygagging. And I'll run after him.
0: Yeah. So he steps. Yep, and then just puffing afterwards. <laughs> So he, uh, you, you follow him into, and he, you find him standing in the middle of this foyer, and the brazier that you had lit earlier is still, still going.
3: I'll let him know that was from us, just so you know.
0: I gathered, and you can see the his shoulders are sagging, and he's just looking at the space and. The sun from the crack in the, like, from the open door is now illuminating the space even more. And you can now see very clearly, like, five and a half pillars, because the one closest to the door on the left has been smashed, or on the right, sorry, has been smashed. And you can see that just next to, like, where that pillar was, there was a huge cave in in that space. So part of the front of the hall is just piles of stone. And. He takes a second, two seconds or three seconds and just is standing there and he starts to move around in a circle and is just taking in the environment and he's like, it feels so cold.
3: You could get some paintings, liven the place up. It's been quiet for a while here. Most people forgot this ever existed. And the others. we're gonna we're gonna wake up your friends, and so
0: it'll be lively again. We still survive. So Yeah.
3: I mean, in my in my vision thing, I saw what this place was like, and it was it was phenomenal. It was beautiful. It, there's no reason it can't be like that again.
0: You speak truth. So he looks around and he looks at the pile of stone. He's like, well this is a bit of an issue and he goes over and he palms a big a boulder with his hand and he slides it across and you can see as he moves this rock the remaining piece of a door most of it's been like smashed open you there's actually like a, a hole that's about five feet wide but it's on like yeah, would have to crawl up some of the rocks and kind of get into this this little gap uh in the area, and he's like, Well, I I will not be able to continue to the armory. He looks down, Yuna looks down at Nimwe, and he's like But you you could fit.
2: Nimwe could fit?
0: Either of you. And yours would be a little bit little bit tighter, but you could get through very easily.
3: So we get there, but then, like, the tools and the stuff we'll bring from the armory, are they going to be so big that we can't bring them back through?
0: They should be fine. Just the armor and stuff might be an issue, but the weapons should be fine. They're s- skinny enough, I think, to fit through.
3: Yeah, you know, we could do that. Yeah, that's easy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's like, the axes and the hammers would probably be the best.
3: Takes out notepad. Axes. Hammers. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And should I just bring, we'll bring as much as we can carry. Cause like when we free more people they're they'll need weapons. So yeah. Yeah. We can do this.
0: It'll take a few trips. We've got this. We've got
3: this, yeah. We've got this.
0: And he looks around again for the sec- for a second. He starts pulling out little, like, small little chunks of rock, loose rock around the area. And he starts to lay them down on the floor in, like, like little rows. And then you realize that he's starting to make a, like, a, it's a hallway, and then it turns. And he draws you a little map. You see that he's, okay, go down this long hallway, and you will come... At the end of the hallway, you will see a doorway that's a set of stairs going down, but turn left and go all the way to the end of that and then turn left again. And there should be a space. I don't know if the door has been locked or trapped. I'm hoping not.
3: All right. So that was hallway, take a left, to the end, left again, door, open door, maybe trap.
0: Hope it's not trapped. It's a double door, not as big as this, so
3: Oh double and he, door.
0: And he looks at Argrath and it's like, you should have no trouble.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, I got this. We got this. We're a good we're a good team.
2: We could totally be a good team. He's like, but check check for traps. Yeah.
3: Yeah. We're great at this stuff. Yep. Yep. Anyways. Oh. <laughs> we should probably get moving.
0: And he's like, do you need, do you need a hand up? And he like actually like puts his palm out.
2: <laughs> Nimue's like, yep.
3: Argrath, again, wanting to impress. No, no, I'm good. I prefer this kind of like the rocks and the exercise.
0: Okay. So he basically takes both of his hands and he alley-oops <laughs> Nimue into the, into the crack. Um, with ease. And then I'm going to get a athletics check from you to go up the stone. And I'm going to give you advantage because you are glad. The stone is no problem.
3: Ooh, 27.
0: Oh, yeah. You almost leap from stone to stone. And then you, like, whoop, get through get through the little hole. No, like, impressively, you parkour a little bit as you get up there.
3: I'll get There's in shit. there and I'll turn it in. Hey, he saw that, right? Like... He saw that. He looked like he was like, whoa, that guy's pr- must be pretty cool
2: to do that. I'm sorry, man. I wasn't really paying attention.
3: What What else were you doing? You got a lift. You could have at least seen if
2: you, you thought I looked cool. <laughs> I was looking around this dark room that we're in.
0: And dark it is. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm going to pick up a pebble and cast light on it. Because that's Sounds all I good. can do
0: yeah, so you do get some light coming through the crack in the door and the front of the hallway is still illuminated, but it does you can as it goes down it starts to get darker and darker. And again, you can see that pile of rock being dropping off, but it's still on this side. That door is mostly caved in, so there wouldn't be a way to easily unblock it. Or so you cast light on your little stone and you start to walk down the hallway and as you pass down you can see closed wooden doors are you going to do anything or are you going to continue
2: okay. i'm kind of curious about these wooden doors no. no so there are there's three
0: on each side and they're slightly yeah. offset so it's not like one door is right across the hallway from the other one they're slightly offset so like you go see one door on one side, then there's a little bit of space, and then there's another door on the other side.
3: Uh, if I see Nim, would I see Nimue's eyes like starting to gaze over at these doors? Oh yeah. Okay. No. We gotta <laughs> get back. We gotta be focused. We gotta be like Dovey doesn't like. Oh, what's the shiny thing? We gotta be Dovey because otherwise we're leaving Sam and Dovey to fight three possessed giants, and then that might be like four possessed giant, five possessed giants, and she's gonna be so mad. That we left her with those giants after she kills them. That she's probably gonna kill us.
2: Duffy is gonna be so proud of you.
3: You think so? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm trying to be more responsible because you're doing a really
2: good job. Like
3: like, I really want to get in good with these guys.
2: Oh yeah, I'm sure they're impressed. Yeah, yeah. 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 She's still like a little bit, but she's she's (laughs) not letting it get to her.
5: I love how there's no question that Dovey by herself could take down three to five possessed giants.
2: <laughs> I know! I was like, they're Not gonna go in questioning- those doors. <laughs> they're gonna go in those doors. I can't believe that- I Not even questioning that Dovey could take out several giants by herself. Just like, you know what, you're right. You're right. She She
5: will be mad after she kills all of them. It's true. And she'll have a
3: bloodlust going from all that death, so like, what's one more person? (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's really funny. Not only that she could do it, but then she would turn
2: around and look at you guys and be like, Where the hell were you? (laughs) Yeah. And I just know that both Argrath and Debbie would be like, it was his fault, or it was her fault.
5: (laughs) Yep. (laughs)
1: I still can't believe you guys didn't go in those doors. I thought you were gonna open them for sure.
3: Argrath, I even have a list of times I've impressed the giant in my mind or been embarrassed in front of him. It's three (laughs) and three right now. I can't afford to mess this up.
0: Oh, Argrath. Question?
5: uh... While they're going through this, can I suggest because Dovey has cast bonfire as a cantrip, right? Mm -hmm. Can I suggest to Dovey to keep, to cast bonfire close to, um, the female giant, so we can, like, it'll be slow, but it'll still be slowly eating away at the ice while they're gone. That's
1: a great idea. It lasts for one minute, but I could just keep casting it.
5: If it's cantrip. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, that's true. I don't need any fuel because I it lasts for a minute. But yeah, I, I also going. have a
5: torch so I can like get W to cast it on the torches and then I can hold the torches up to the ice too.
0: <laughs> so Kay. the so you continue you basically make fire around, and you start to see the water dripping and pooling at the bottom. But
1: it's good. Yeah, work a do a little bit. Yeah, that's a good idea. So smart.
0: So you hit the so you get, you get to the end of the hallway and you see um, an open archway and a set of stairs starting to go down. And then you begin to turn to the left and go down another hallway. And on this one, there are only two wooden doors on the right hand side, and it's a much smaller hallway than the previous one. And you get to the end of that and then you do the final left turn and you see one small, and it's smaller than the others, um, wooden door uh, and to the left. And then in front of you is a 30 foot tall stone door, double door, so 15 15 feet wide on either side, but 30 feet tall.
3: Alright. Wait.
0: Check and for traps.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. We can do we can do this.
3: Yeah, we can. You,
0: you can either perception or investigate.
3: I oh, think they I both suck. Better. Come on. Yeah, you were you will Oh, this is gonna be good! Argus gonna get another check in the impressive column. Uh
4: twenty twenty-three. Nice.
2: Uh 17 okay. perception so
0: nimway you start to you kind of like feel against the wall and you're looking for looking for any kind of seams in the stone floor or anything for any pressure plates or graph you get down you like you're like i need to check for traps and so you crouch down you get like really close and you're looking at the door and all this stuff and you
2: find nothing it is not trapped
3: Did you see anything?
2: I didn't see anything. Did you see anything?
3: Nah, we're good.
0: Let's
2: do it.
3: Push, push open the door.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: so you go and you you try to casually push open the door, but you find some resistance. And so you, again, brace your, brace your feet, put both hands up, and you push and you crack it open and it slides. It's, again, that friction on the floor. You hear that scraping against the floor, but you manage to get it open wide enough for both of you guys to slip
4: in. Oh,
3: this is it. We're going to find cool giant weapons.
2: Yes, and shiny things. Yeah.
0: So you come, you walk into the space, and all you were, you're only illuminated now by this little rock. (laughs) And you start to walk around, and as you get closer to pieces, you can see weapons racks against the wall coming into view, and you see a rack with spears and javelins, you see a rack with great axes, you see a rack with war hammers, and as you kind of make your way around in the center of the room, you actually find these rough-looking mannequins that just look like they were clearly made with very primitive tools, Uh, but on them you see leather shoulder pieces and like a leather like makeshift leather armor that doesn't cover a lot <laughs> in the grand scheme of things, so it's not you think that it's probably especially Argrath, because you're familiar with most, especially barbarians aren't a big fan of the armor, you're guessing is probably ceremonial, more so than actually protective.
2: Right. <laughs> do I see anything that's bejeweled? No. That maybe has a diamond? You do not.
0: Oh. It's all
2: Basically, mostly stone and steel. I figured, but it was worth checking for. Uh, considering it's... we're probably about to fight something big, and you know, that, that might come in handy.
3: How big are the great axes?
0: They're... you actually look, and they're not that much bigger than yours.
3: Here, how many of these do you think you could carry?
2: Oh, Jesus. Could I carry one of these great axes? Yeah, because what's your strength? My strength is 13.
0: I'd say you could you could probably handle one with both, in both hands.
2: Okay. Yeah. Do we see any daggers that would be good for Sam? You do not. Oh. You actually don't see, other than the axes, you don't
0: see any other kind of blade.
3: No. Do, did we see hammers?
0: You did. You saw warhammers.
2: Do the Warhammers have, like, the pick area on the back? Like, one side is, like, the hammer part, and then one side is, like, sharp? They're flat on both sides. Okay. I was just gonna say, if one side was sharp, that would probably be the best thing to get to chip away at ice.
3: So...
5: We have some pickaxes. We have climbing kits.
2: Have we been using our pickaxes at all? We have not.
1: We all yeah, have they're pickaxes. Small.
2: They're small pickaxes. They're
1: still pickaxes.
3: I use my pickaxe. Okay.
1: Can Debbie and Sam
2: start using pickaxes <laughs> with the fire? <laughs> they're chipping yes. away?
0: Yes, you can.
5: <laughs> <laughs> we're taking a while. They're starting to get really antsy. They're like, we need to do something. Yeah. yeah. The fire like going for like 15 minutes, and we're like, wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. We have climbing equipment.
0: You reach into your bag of holding and like pull out a pickaxe, <laughs> and you're like, right, right. <laughs> this thing is great, but you just forget anything you stick in there.
2: Yeah,
1: I
3: see. you guys. Struggling with the weight of the great axe a little bit, and decide to hand her a warhammer instead, something without sharp points in case she can't carry it anymore. <laughs> so it doesn't just I feel
2: like the warhammer would be heavier.
3: Yeah, but it's not sharp, so you won't lose a foot.
2: Fair enough. Fair enough.
3: Is there any rope or anything in here? No. No?
2: I have rope.
3: Oh, we got rope. Yeah, We, we always
2: can do like... have rope, man. We can do I always make
0: these sure together. that rope comes Technique with Technically, no, you log. now have, you have a hundred you have two fifty feet tied together. Because you never untied them from trying to escape the window.
3: That's true. Alright, I don't need that much rope. I'm gonna spend a minute to untie these ropes. Okay. And then I'm gonna take, uh, Let's see. I'll take about three uh, warhammers and three great axes, and then I'm going to tie them so they're kind of just one big stick. That's mm-hmm. okay. all right. You got yours?
2: I'm going to take one whole warhammer.
3: <laughs> yeah, you got it. I got this. There. That should arm them, and we'll make sure work of this ice.
2: Sounds good. Let's mosey. Good.
3: let's
0: do it so, so you you put the bundle kind of on your shoulders um, and, you, and it's like tucked between your neck and your axis so it's like nice and sturdy behind there and all the weight's kind of on your shoulders and you turn and saunter your way out back down the hallway luckily the hallway itself is wide enough that you can walk straight and you get to back down to the collapsed stone door And as you get up there again, you because the light you can see the light, but it's funny because this time you notice that it's much darker and you see a little halo of light only at the edge of the hole. And as you get closer, it's because you see an eyeball looking down (laughs) the hall and you're like, ah, you're back. Yeah, we're
2: back. And he moves,
0: yeah, he moves away from the hole and the light starts to shine through it again.
3: Alright, we get through a uh boys got one for you and I got some for anyone we rescue or you know, wait awaken.
2: We just sort of shove them through the hole one at a time. So he
0: he takes his hand and he kind of like shimmies it through the hole and he starts to grab the ends of the ends of the weapons as you pass them and he helps you pull them through. And then you make your way back up. I'm gonna get because you don't have an alley this time to make an athletics of getting back through.
2: Oh, goody. Oh, goody. That was much better this time. 15. Yeah, so you're not as
0: as, like, sure-footed as Argrath is. as He just basically, almost casually walks up and goes back through the hole. But you manage to find Purchase and you make your way up in and get through without any issues. You're just not as Proficient. And you both kind of jump back down and you're back
2: on the floor. Hey, I have a question before we leave. Nimue says to the giant, What were in the other rooms? Oh, those were our living quarters. Okay. Okay. Now that I know my curiosity is abated and I don't feel the need to sneak back out and and take a look. It's It's
0: all good. the, The one at the end on the... The left was mine.
2: Oh! Oh, is there anything you need us to get for you? like?
0: No, no, they were all cleaned out.
2: Okay, okay. That's even better to hear. Let's go back now. So you
0: guys go back out through the entrance, and he kind of looks at it, and then he shrugs and just leaves it open. (laughs) And he goes back down. So Sam and Davi, after... Probably about a half an hour, you start to feel the heavy steps coming back the way, the way that the group had exited, and a, pretty quick you start to see Gunthor uh, emerge around the corner, and he drops, he drops these weapons on the ground. He's like, "To work."
2: Do we come in and see like this big giant piece of ice, like a bonfire, and then Sam and just like. Yeah. chipping away like right so at their are, toes. Yeah.
0: So you so you guys have actually managed to make a fair with the water, with the heat and the water, the ice is a little bit softer now and so you get a little bit further into the ice. So you've made a good progress. And he comes down, he's like, "Hmm. Little small ones are smart." Uh and he he's like, "Uh I can take over if you wish."
5: I'm going to give him like one of those huzzah and then move out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Same.
0: So he looks down, he looks down at the weapons and he decides to grab a hammer and he starts to swing. And you thought his fist did a lot of, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of damage. it's just like, you actually have to kind of shield your eyes. It's like ice just shatters and starts to splinter. Um, and he's just, again, has that resolve and he just starts uh, getting into the ice.
5: Should we move towards another giant and Argrath can keep going at Muntar?
1: Good idea. Cause the giant's working on the mom. Yep. Right. And then then Argrath was working on the kid. So we can move to yeah, yeah. another
0: one. So the two next to so it's uh, Lady Akeel, then Muntar, and then it's another male dwarf, and then following that is another female dwarf. Dwarf or giant? Or not giant, <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Oh my god. I saw <laughs> in the picture I'm looking at I saw a beard and my brain was like, "Theor."
5: <laughs> I mean, Not it would make it a lot easier for us to talk about. out. <laughs> yeah, <it's> true.
2: <laughs> giant. Our Or is it like a particularly short
5: giant? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Very short. It's just Argrath, a babe.
5: <laughs> ask who the best giant to start work on to get out of the ice would be. The next best giant. Thank I'll you. turn to
3: Gunthor and like my friends would like to help. Uh, who should they focus focus on getting started freed while we work here?
0: He stops and he kind of walks a little bit past and looks and again he puts his hand up and and he's like, This is Gerder. He is the fist of Kalos and master and slayer of demons. And next mm-hmm. to him is his wife Namari. She is the other Fist of Kalos.
5: Sounds like two good ones. Devi, position the bonfire so it's like in between both of
0: them. Let's do it. We'll create bonfire. Gunthor and Argrath continue their work on the mother and son. And then the three of you kind of together work on the next two. And the day gets later. You stop a couple times too, because of the strain on your arms and your back is starting to hurt with this work, even at times Gunthor has to sit down and take a break. And he looks at you and he's like, "Do you have any more of that meat?" I pull out a bunch of
1: meat and I've got a bonfire going and just like kind of.
0: Did you want it cooked? It's cooked. Um, and he starts to eat it, and but you see that he doesn't do it as quickly as he did the last time. He kind of takes a bite and he like swallows it, and then he of checks himself a little bit and then he has a little bit more and he's like i think i think my insides are thawed now <laughs> and he enjoys it you can tell that like the amount that you had is like it's helping him but you like he's definitely like he's licking his fingers and you can tell that he wants more but he doesn't want to ask you for more <laughs>
1: I'm so used to argrath. I'm just gonna take out some more, and I think I have rations, and I think we have other mm-hmm. food too. I'm just gonna yeah, we like... need
2: to kill a couple more of these cave fishers. Yeah. I feel like we should bring this back, and because it just it sounds so good. He's <laughs> like, dope. if you ever
0: if you ever want a really good way to prepare a cave fisher, he's like, when all of this is done, you need to come back, and I will I will show you how to prepare this. And he's like, and it's great because cave fisher meat you can pair it with the cave blood and you can have a really good time
5: <laughs> i want oh, to I have some of that this.
0: too I
5: he's had... like you
1: have cave
2: blood yeah
1: we kept um sam has some jars and we put some in her in her glass jars
2: i think i also took some i think so, so I yeah me.
0: i don't i don't want to be a burden but uh can i have a little sip
5: <laughs> of course sure it's like so you... probably shot glass size.
0: <laughs> or... <laughs> yeah, he like picks it up and he like kind of like sips it and he's like, oh, "So good." Warms <laughs> the belly, if you know what I mean.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and he's like, "Ah, all right." He's like, "Back to it." And he gets up and he starts again. He's he does switch occasionally when he gets into areas that are closer to the body. He goes in with an axe and he starts to make like smaller cuts into the ice versus just smashing chaotically with the hammer. But you... The light in the cavern starts to shift as the sun, as the warrior sun starts to set. So you're still illuminated because the mother is still nice, large and in charge up in the sky. But the you do notice that the shadows start to shift and the cavern goes from like a nice, almost... Glowing, you know, you know how like when ice reflects and kind of uh, in the sunshine, and you get that nice bluey, yellowy kind of tone to it in the wintertime time. Um, it starts to shift, and every th- the entire cavern goes from like a nice blue to almost like a purple um, as the sky kind of uh, changes color. So you know that it's getting at this point, it's getting to almost be dusk. What do you guys call dusk?
5: <laughs> I cast augury. When it's about thirty minutes before I figure the rumblings gonna start, or the, yeah, based on the previous nights that we've had, yeah,
0: yeah. So you, I'm gonna say you go out to the plateau and you watch the sun, the warrior sun, and as it's touching the horizon, you know that it's quick. It's pretty quick to set at this point, and you cast augury, and in the star map, you see. The stars dim, and a shadow goes over it, and you get a sense of woe, so you know that danger is near, and the stars themselves start to pulse, and they take a different color, and they start to glow red. And then after a couple heartbeats, it goes back to normal, and then you know that Kath, the spell has ended
5: yeah so I'm gonna run back and tell everybody imminent <laughs> oh. danger imminent danger I've never seen the stars go red before
2: Gunthar
3: can your people can you guys see in the dark or like do you need lots of lights
0: yeah. they do not they do not have dark vision that makes sense in daylight
3: okay. okay so
2: how close are we to getting these three out yeah The lady on kill,
0: you've Gunther has gotten. You can start to see like parts of her arms are out. Part of her leg is starting to show. Like it's, you can see almost like the curve of the thigh and stuff are coming out. The sun is is a little bit less, but again, like part of his hands, his hands are now like his fingers are loose. Part of the shoe is uncovered. The other two. Because you started later, you're only like partway past the hand at this point of getting it out. So you're guessing that it'll probably take at least one more day to get the mother out, but the mother and the son out, but it'll probably take a little bit more time. But again, the three little ladies are... (laughs) They are... You do not have the power behind
5: your strikes as the Goliath and the giant do, so... I have a suggestion... We might want to press pause on getting people out of the ice and start gearing up for a fight. Because even if they show up tonight, they will still have to pop giants out of the ice to get them. And if they're fighting us, they shouldn't be able to do that. So maybe we want to ambush them by like... Maybe Gunter can stand where he was and hopefully in the darkness they won't notice him right away. If they show up and we can hide and then when they show up I can cast daylight or something and like shine light into their eyes right away and we can kind of jump them and start and the I fight, fight off that way. I will shoot them with my arrow. Yeah.
4: So maybe you-,
5: maybe you guys can all shoot out attacks from the dark and then I'll hit daylight as they're getting hit with attacks and that's how we'll start this battle kind of on our terms. I like it.
1: Like Where's it. a good plan? Is there somewhere for a star? We can probably
5: hide behind Gunter.
2: <laughs> yeah, um. there's these big uh, ice statues. Let's hide behind <laughs> those. They are <laughs> not they in the
5: wall though? They are in the wall. Yeah.
3: yeah. Oh. Argrath looks around. It's, don't we have huge chunks of ice that have fallen from fearing these things? We could hide behind one of those, couldn't we?
2: not they... I guess we'd have piles. Also, yeah. there's big spots where the previous the three missing giants were. We
5: could hide in there. Yeah. If we, like, turn all the lights off, it'll be dark when they show up. And we just need to hide enough for them to be close enough to attack, basically. I can
1: do an illusion, but it's only five feet. So, if Argrath goes behind me, and you guys all squishy we squishing together, I can
5: make it look like we're the wall, but moved up. So we can't totally hide that way. We should cast protection against good and evil on Guntar before the fight starts. <laughs> that's a good yeah, good idea. Good idea.
2: I
1: think that's you, Nimue.
2: Oh, that is me, isn't it?
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I have protection against good and evil. I think I should cast that on him before anything. Before <laughs> we do anything.
5: Also, um, daylight lasts an hour and it does not require concentration, so once it's up it's up but maybe if they're wearing a helmet or something, I can aim it at their helmet and then their helmet will light up and they'll be blinded and they'll have to throw their helmet off and then the helmet will still be an emanating light for sixty feet. That's pretty good. Or sixty feet of bright light and then an additional sixty feet of dim light. Okay. Do we wanna set any traps? Can we set any traps? I was
1: just thinking Do we that have but... time to <laughs>
5: I don't Who knows?
1: Get... The alarm hasn't gone off yet, so...
3: I could hide behind this, like, some ice, and then when someone comes close, I leap out and I hit him with an axe. That's a good trap.
2: That's a good trap. Yep. Yeah. Good like, technically, an ambush is a trap.
5: Yeah. That's true. I don't have any trap spells. Yeah, I have... speak to plants, and I can... ask them... What plants? Yeah, that's the problem, is there is no plants. I can ask plants to trap people, maybe.
2: I have Ensnaring Strike. Would Sam be able to talk to the thorny spines from Ensnaring Strike?
0: I think you can't... Can you cast Ensnaring
2: Strike in advance? Or do you have to cast it? Like, what... I would need plants to exist. Okay, it's the next time you hit a creature with a weapon attack. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, it's a reaction to your attack, and then yeah. wraps
5: it. Yeah. And it's well, already you know. entangling, so it, I would just ask it to keep entangling the person, so might not be useful. I can use other spells in that spell slot instead. There is something
1: we could try. You could... is in the, the way into where we are, I'm imagining it's like a horseshoe shape, is that right?
0: Like which one?
1: Like where the giants are on the sides, or does it go all the way through? Like, Is
0: there a, a way out on the other side? So that direction would lead you back up the stairs toward the stronghold. So the direction we came in. The direction you came in, and then if you continue on the opposite side, this would take you up to the set of stairs onto the plateau where the where Nimue is guessing the portal is going to be.
1: Oh, okay. In my mind, I thought they were on the same side. I thought nope. the giants were. It was like a, you know, like a big ice cutout almost. Yeah, yeah. Right. No, it's and a was so Yeah. Same yeah, side,
0: same side. So it's just—it's basically there's two exits against this long cavern. So one one takes you all the way back up to the stronghold, and the plateau isn't as doesn't go up as high. And then there's it's a dead end. So you go up that way, and you're on a plateau that looks out over this beautiful vista. Yeah. But that's it. So it doesn't take you anywhere else beyond that.
5: So I have an alarm on both sides. Oh, we're done. Yeah. yeah. And is the side where the giants are missing? That's where the direction of the plateau is. Yeah. That's where yeah. the. Three and now Gunther are missing. Yeah. Okay. So maybe we get Gunther to stand back where he used to be.
4: Hey,
3: Gunther, do you mind going back to where you were? It sounds like they're coming to try to take more of you, so we want to surprise them.
5: Want to ambush Good. them? Good trap. Good thinking. Right. I'm gonna assume our Granthers playing the whole like daylight, ambushing. Plan we've got going.
0: That actually that does remind because so you you talk about this in front of Gunther about like how they're coming, and he looks over and he's like, "How do they come? The sun is still out. Does not does Emrath not defend anymore? Does he notice that there's one less sun? Uh, he hasn't actually because of the way that the mountain is. He's never really had a good look at." The sky, Ooh. and he's been preoccupied by just getting into the stronghold. Even that area where that's open, out just outside, like he probably wouldn't have seen that much.
5: He might have also so assumed it. that it was the end of the week or something.
3: So, there have been some developments
4: <laughs> in the last
3: couple thousand years. Amaranth split herself into three. I don't know if that yeah. was a.
0: I remember that.
3: All right, and the little ones and all the other life under Amaranth's power. There's a lot more now, but each life is imbued with a little bit of herself, as I'm sure you know. The problem is, there became so much life that it actually weakened her because she was putting herself into all these things. Oh. And because she was weakened, Azar was like, I'm going to sneak in here now. And he did, and he wedged himself in, and now he's becoming more powerful. And actually, Amaranth, in her wisdom to strengthen her champions, and I kind of point around to us, Queen sacrificed herself to make the other two sons stronger as well as us stronger. And now there's more darkness in the world. So when the sun set, that's when Azar's creatures come out. And so since we're getting close to that time, that's why we're preparing an ambush.
0: And he ponders for a second. He's like, the mother son is still out. But his cronies still arrive. She has grown much weaker. That is okay. Giants, our purpose is to protect.
3: We're totally our purpose gonna protect.
0: Is also to protect. Yeah. We will protect. Shadow Slayers! Yeah Like that. And he puts himself back into the space where he was and he's like How does this look? And he like pretends to be like still again, but you can see his eye open and it, like looks around then closes again. God, he, like, great. opens and looks around. He's like, is this convincing? Do I need to be more convincing?
3: No, that's good. Go with that. We,
0: we should all go in the other
1: holes, and I'll make an illusion so that it looks like it's empty holes and not us. But it's only five feet by five feet, so there's got to be a lot of squishing.
3: Before we go, Gunthar, you need to know, there's a very good chance that it's your friends coming. But not your friends, like these evil creatures that Azar uses, called the Dreaming Dark, have taken over them. So we may have to be fighting your friends, and it's not that your friends want to fight us in any way. They get no choice on the matter.
5: And we can't fix them. Mm-mm. Only death.
0: That is good to know.
5: I will defend as
0: I need to defend. But I will warn you, I am no one.
3: How about you take, was it Zanna, then, who also is not a warrior? Does that work?
0: I can see that being a fair fight.
3: Yeah, because even if she's not a warrior, she's still significantly big enough to kick me off a mountain, which is a threat.
0: She's like, it's. it would be sad to see her do violence.
2: She was always one of the most passive.
3: Well, oh, that is sad. They're really <laughs> terrible. Let's
2: hope that those aren't the things we're fighting. Let's hope
5: they're just kidnapping giants and not doing anything with them. Just storing them away in cages. Cries.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The sun continues to set and soon the, the light in the cave just becomes like a very dim, almost a halo of light as the mother sun still provides some, but because of the depth of the cave and the, I guess the main sun, <laughs> the main, the daily sun is no longer providing the extra light. It almost becomes the, like where everything is almost the same color. So you can't really see the difference between the ice on the floor and the ice on the wall. Everything becomes very monotone. But The plateau that isn't as high is still providing a little bit of light on that one end. Nimue, as you are hiding behind the illusion, the hairs on your arm start to prickle, the hair on the back of your neck starts to stand up, and you know that a portal has just been opened.
2: I tap uh, Davi on the back, and I'm like, it's starting It's coming. coming. Everyone get into this space. Get into this space.
0: After about a minute, you hear the clicking of footsteps coming down. So it's the steps against the ice, the frozen ice. And from what you gather, there's a group of them. You're not entirely sure how many, but you can tell that there's more than a few feet.
3: Does it? Do we have the big, vibrating footsteps yeah. that... Do
0: they me? sound big? They sound like normal. They sound like Sam and Nimue's footprints, footsteps as you walk down these ice-covered stone steps. And as they get closer, you actually hear the sound of a thump uh, and a, a grunt, and you hear a female voice being like, Get up! and you hear a bit more of a a shuffle, and the footsteps continue. That's not good. Coming around the corner, you first see what look like humans, and each of them has a collar around their neck and a chain attached to them. Their dress is raggedy, you don't recognize the type of clothing that they're wearing. Like, it looks like a tunic, but there's some worn down, torn up, like decor- decorative, like f- almost like filigree or some sort of floral pattern that's that's been embroidered. But is is like dirty, and there's pieces that are torn. So whatever, like they've these humans have clearly been wearing this over time, and. As they get a little bit closer, you immediately, you instinctively put your hand to your nose as you can smell these humans and just the reek of their BO so you know that they haven't had, they haven't bathed in probably weeks. And behind them, coming around, holding the chain is a beautiful female, with pale skin, crimson, long crimson hair flowing down over the shoulders. And they're wearing this elaborate, innately carved black armor. And coming from behind them are these large pair of crimson wings. And the one in the lead is holding the leash attached to these four humans. And she walks down and peeks around the corner And she's followed by another beautiful angelic-type creature wearing the same armor and, again, the crimson wings. And you can see that the one holding the leash kind of tugs on it a little bit, getting the humans to stop as they they hit the bottom step.
4: All right.
3: I'm going to look at Dovey real quick and be like, Attack time? Yes. All right. I'm going to jump out of our hiding spot. As I'm running, I am going to use my axe to cast Guardian of Nature and I'll do it with the Primal Beast aspect. And I'll charge right at master number 1 and I'll make an attack. Kay. And I get to do so with advantage because of the Primal
2: Beast. Thing. Do we get to attack with advantage because we're surprising them, or just we get to go first? You just get to go first. Pulse!
4: Uh,
0: only
2: if- only if you have like, if a, if a rogue was to attack, they would get,
0: gain it.
3: 23?
0: Oh yeah, that hits. Yay!
3: Uh, 29 on the first one. Did you need it 29. split up by damage?
0: I did not. I do- oh, uh, yes, I do. Uh, okay. so, because part of it's cold damage, right?
3: Yes. Okay, so what's your
0: regular damage?
3: So, slashing damage is 18. Force damage is 4. And cold damage is 9. Okay. Next hit? Next hit. And we'll go Great Weapon Master on this one. That is 22 to hit.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Okay, and as I bring it down, I'm going to, as it hits, I'll yell out Mountain might Smite!
4: <laughs> and I'll hit it
3: with this. And now I need yet another D- I'm going to have to re-roll a d6. Do <laughs> uh, you want me to split it up
0: for you again? I do, yeah.
3: Okay, so for slashing, and does the Great Weapon Master count as slashing? Yeah. Okay, so that'll be uh, 26 slashing. That will be 11 cold, 6 radiant,
0: and 2 force. And you fucked her up. (laughs) Damn. Is there anything else you're doing on your turn? Nope,
3: that's movement, (laughs) action, and bonus action.
0: All right. (laughs) So as these two winged creatures basically step onto the floor of the cavern. Argrath, you give eyes to Dovey and she nods and you run out just and start to swing your axe and you take the first one and it cuts across her and you can start to see that it cracks the armor and you manage to get underneath it but it it goes across and it starts to to like It's so powerful that it like cracks through the armor and so you can start to see blood dripping out of it and then you go back and you give your mountain might smite and you swing again and this time the top part of the plate on her armor cracks and it almost is like now hanging off of like hanging off the connectors to the shoulder guards and again you can see this gash through her chest and her eyes are wide and her hands immediately let go of the leash and she's staring at you and holding her chest and she is profusely bleeding at point. Yeah! Uh, and yeah, now it's not Debbie. so
3: pretty now.
0: Oh, it's <laughs> me
1: already? I yep. thought someone else would have rolled higher than me, the enemy nope. people.
3: It's a surprise round.
1: A surprise round. Yep. Oh yeah, that's right, I forgot about that. I'm gonna cast Shatter in between the two things. I'm gonna get you Argarth, I'm sorry. And I'll cast it at 4th level. So it's a constitution saving throw. 18. I made mine. I'm using a sorcery point of rerolling 4 dice. Oh, I'm so glad. That's amazing. 14. I'm sorry. <laughs>
5: sorry sorry <arguing>. for <laughs> hitting you, our grass, but also you go and die. 31. <laughs> 39.
1: 39 plus 8 is. 47. 47. 47. Is there
0: anything else you're doing? No. I'm still hiding. Okay. So as this creature looks aghast at Argrath as she's basically been slashed at twice. All of a sudden this ringing sound fills the cave and she and her partner are being buffeted with this sonic wave but the one that got hit manages to slide a little bit out of the way and doesn't get the full brunt of it but the one next to her is just buffeted. With this basically sonic damage.
1: You know what? I think the monster, the humans actually get it, don't they? Is that 10 feet?
0: Um. Uh, Yes. The first two, the three, and four will. Okay, so. Oops. (laughs) Like
1: diagonal. I just measured it. Debbie feels really bad
3: about hitting our graph.
1: <laughs> She's devastated that she hit these people. Sorry, how many how much
0: damage it was 37, right? 47. 47. Okay. The two uh, the two humans closest uh, to the blast fall down unconscious.
2: Oh my god. You just hear Debbie. No, I'm so sorry. We can save them as long as we kill the other two things.
5: Because
2: they're not bad guys. They're just regular humans.
5: They're just (laughs) regular chained up humans, not evil.
2: Nimwe. Are you ready for this? I'm going to use Radiant Soul for the first time in forever and plan our warder. And that's all I can do. That is my entire turn.
0: So to prepare, you bamf out your wings, and you're because it's tall enough. You're hovering a little bit above everybody, and then you prepare your planar warrior.
5: Sam, how dark is it now that we extinguish all the lights? It's
0: in this area. It's better that there's. It's at the point. Of just before the sun sets, where everything looks the same color and it's really hard to see. Yep. That's basically still that. Yeah, because there's still light like, coming from the mother sun through the kind of stairwell that these creatures have come down. So this area is a little better lit than further, mm-hmm. further toward the stronghold.
5: How well is it? So the the rest of the room is dark. dark. Then.
0: Darker. Darker. It's not. It's not like. It's not like full black darkness, it's like very dim light.
5: Okay. As you get I don't like the idea of being ambushed. I'm gonna cast daylight on. Basically, can I cast it on a point in the center of the hall, sixty feet away, because that's the max range for daylight. So it'll be there's Guntar's row and then one, two, three, so four giant rows away point on the ceiling, yeah. so it just like... Oh, like almost the in the pool. center of the room. Yep. Yeah, absolutely, you can. And then as so, my bonus action, I'm just gonna cast Flame Blade and have it in my hands. Yeah, Sam, you cast and everybody, you immediately see the
0: room just go in bright light. So everything is now pretty bright now in this space, so it looks like it was what it looked like earlier in the day. And then you pull out your flaming sword and activate it
5: for your next turn. And I'm gonna move away from Dovey. Not towards the monsters, but towards the center of the hall. Still, yeah, that was 30 feet. I'm still about 25 feet away from the first human. Okay. But just so I have a little more space to throw spells potentially but also I'm squishy and I won't get swung at for now as far as I know.
0: So Gunther steps out, yells surprise and he swing, takes a swing with his axe twice and he both hit and it just gouges again into the armor of the second winged creature And again, just like the other one, it starts to crack the armor, but it doesn't seem to have done as much damage as Argrath did.
2: I find it amusing that Argrath did more damage than a giant. It's all right, buddy. You got (laughs) this.
0: But he seems pretty happy that he got to be part of a fight. (laughs) That was a great sneak attack. And then we're back at the top with our graph on skin.
3: Oh, thank goodness. Bonus action rage. Cause I definitely need to get that uh, half damage thing going. I
0: was about to say, cause you didn't rage last time. So I you d- took the full brunt of
3: that. Well, the full half, the full sickness. Well, half. Yeah. That
0: had, That's still significant in our graph world.
3: It had an impact on my <laughs> character. And yeah, let's finish off number one here, hopefully. So, I will do uh, Great Weapon Master and attack with the might of the mountain. Ooh, uh, no, that's not probably going to do it. Uh, 11? Okay, this is what I get for trying to reassure a, a giant while at the same time in the fight. I will make a second attack. Let's try again. Does 17 hit? No. No. I'm just going to <laughs> yell at her a lot.
0: <laughs> uh, now that she's aware of you, you go and you swing your axe once and you just, you're too busy cheering on Gunthar that you fall short in your swing. But the second time, you're sure it's going to hit. And as you go, she lifts up her armored Gauntlet and just deflects it, and she doesn't take the hit.
3: Okay. Boom. Anything else? Shadow's gonna remain hiding where it's. Shadow's a little gun shy after the whole dying thing.
2: <laughs> he saw doggy heaven and he's not prepared to see it again.
3: At not, least not in the same week.
2: Dubby!
1: How do they look, those two winged things?
0: The one closest to Argrath is heavily wounded. You can see the gouges of the axe. The other one, isn't. even though it has been hit, looks still pretty strong at this point. I'm going to cast Cause Fear
5: at 3rd level on the one that looks okay. Okay. As a reaction, can I give her the woe? Absolutely. Like the, the creatures? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let me roll a... That can be used for...
0: What's the save? It's yeah. a... throws.
5: For, for...
1: For you, Debbie? Hold on, because I'm casting it at third level, I can actually do it to more creatures than one.
5: I can I only do pick. it on both one. of them. Oh, I'm gonna okay. pick the less injured one. I'll do it on both. And she gets minus three to whatever her role is. Okay.
0: And what type of a role is it?
1: Does it work because they can't see me? Now that I'm thinking about it?
0: No, uh, yeah.
1: They can see I'm gonna step out from in front of the wall then so they can see me. If I see if my if my thing succeeds or fails, if it fails, I'm going to use that chronal shift.
0: Okay, so the one furthest away from our graph, so the least injured one, starts to back up the stairs. Ooh, nice. I guess passes is what I mean. But the other one seems to
1: be firm. I'm gonna use one of my chronal shifts and you must re-roll. I have to re-roll? Yep. Uh, I force you to re-rule. Okay. No change. Hey, Dare it!
0: I'm not doing that again. <laughs> I have advantage, so... That makes sense. I was hoping it would just be yeah. really bad. So you go and you cast fear on yourself against the... Or cast fear on them. And the one looks at you like her eyes dart to you. And you can see the sense that her face falls. Then her eyes get wide and she starts to step backwards up the stairs and her with her wings lifting her up to get up the tall steps and but the other one looks at you with resolve and you go and you attempt to rewind time but that resolve is still in her eyes and she narrows her deep black eyes at you in disdain okay That one, he ran away, so she's technically off the board, so she's up the steps, so you don't see her anymore. But she is gonna do... So the one that you can't see does something that you don't know what happened.
2: <laughs> and now it's Dimway. Okay, so Master 2 is gone. I can't see her anymore. Yeah, I'll actually hide her, so... All right, so then I guess what I'm going to do is I'm going to cast Hunter's Mark on Master 1. And then I'm going to attack with my Bow of Seasons. Does an 18 hit? It does. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. So yeah, 22 damage. And then second attack. So 14 plus eight, does that hit? Yes. Okay. Okay, so then... 15. Anything else? Nope, that is my turn. So
0: you line up your shot and you aim for a spot that where there's, again, where that, that damaged part of the armor that Argrath had taken out, where you can see the flesh and you have two arrows right into her chest. And as they impact, she starts to spit out blood and she looks very unhealthy.
2: Oh, wait, can I move to go after the other one and see where she's going?
0: If you'd like to. You... yeah, you can definitely follow if you'd like.
2: Yeah, I'd like to make sure she doesn't go through another portal. Okay.
0: So you can move up 30 feet wherever you'd like.
2: Because
0: you're flying too, right?
2: Yeah. At this point?
0: Yeah. Right, And now... a very angry... (laughs) winged... angel? is staring... daggers. At our graph and focusing it on him. And she's going to pull out her long sword. Attack you three times with it. As she pulls it out, it's this almost like black blade that looks like it almost looks like a pit of black hole. It's so dark. And but you can also see the crackling of red kind of coming through almost like veins of fire within it but the black itself it almost looks like it it is a like black hole like it looks like a void it's so dark and the hilt Don't is get killed by that. This <laughs> black what you're guessing is metal hilt as well that wraps around her arm is
3: is this creature aberration celestial elemental fe, fey fiend or undead
0: fiend yes
3: because of my crown, they have to attack me at disadvantage. Disbandage.
0: That's right. That is right. Woohoo! We do that with all of you, fuckers.
1: Yep. <laughs> I our tattoos in zap too, right? Well. Oh. It's
0: because we have to activate our tattoos. You have to activate tattoos. your crown. His is permanent. Have, you guys have to activate. Right. And we don't know we should
5: yet. And I don't have that, right? I just have advantage against psychic, or I'm immune to psychic. Yeah. Correct. Yeah.
0: I rolled a Nat 20 and then oh. my disadvantaged roll. Which still hits, <laughs> but it's not a
2: Nat 20. It's not oh. a nat 20. Yay for your Bless crown. that crown, yeah. <laughs> You're welcome, Argurat.
3: Argrath just knows he's been hit. He doesn't know how much worse the hit could have been. You get no thanks. He's selfish.
1: Your crown is like. Wee. <laughs> Making the little noises at you. You know, the glowing angelic noises.
0: So you, she hits you with the first hit for 22 damage, and uh, part of that is poison damage. Does that. that You still take half of that for poison? Because yep. it does all damage.
3: It's everything except psychic.
0: Okay. Yeah. So. Half.
3: Half of 22.
0: Yeah. And then she goes again and the next two completely fall short because as the first one hits and it it aggravates the wounds and so the other two just aren't as strong and again she spits up blood and there's now like a little pool of blood on the ice floor as she slowly dies in front of (laughs) <laughs> the four humans, seeing that their leash has been dropped, immediately flee toward the ice wall, but make a bit of a, a go-around Gunthor, because they look absolutely terrified. Wait, aren't two of them unconscious? Oh, shit, you're... Yeah, that doesn't matter. So they start to run, and the chain chokes up, and they start to drag the other two behind them as they, oh. as they head toward this wall.
5: <gasps> oh my god.
0: But it slows them down, so they don't get very far, but they are now, like, huddled next to this ice wall, trying to get away.
5: Sam, because she's a good person who wants to help humans, is gonna go over to the humans and be like, it's okay kind of brandishing the flame sword that's still in her hand, but trying to gesture like it's okay and unintentionally brandishing it around. And, because they're all chained together, right? Yeah.
4: Yeah,
5: Yeah, I'm going to be like, just pull these chains apart. I'm going to hit it with my sword. We're going to get you free and you're going to be okay. (laughs) Because Sam's a good person.
0: So you... Little hurriedly go up to the four humans, and you take
5: the flame blade to cut. Huh? Okay. Yeah, to cut the because it's the only cut weapon the that's in my hand yeah. at the moment, so I'm just gonna yeah aim it at so the chain. From the
0: heat, I'd say from the heat of the flame blade, you it's EA it like cuts it like butter. It goes through the chain, so you manage to disconnect the four humans from each other. So they're all independent.
5: I'm a good person, and that's my all whole good action.
0: Person. Is there anything else you're doing?
5: I don't think so. Just like making sure they're okay. I can't heal them because I—that would either be another action or a bonus action, and I don't want to drop the flaming sword if there's still a fight going on. But just make sure like the two conscious ones are okay. So you can. So I'll say that
0: for a bonus action, you go and you check them, and you still get a pulse, but it's yeah. Like weak. Yeah.
5: Yeah. So I'm like, they can stay unconscious and alive for now. Yeah. Until we sort out this fight. And then I guess I'm going to turn my attention away from the humans, probably, and towards the fight to make sure everything's going fine.
0: (laughs) Oh, the life of a healer. (laughs) Gunthar takes a step forward, and he goes and he swings with his axe toward the creature, the winged creature next to Argrath. But he's a little hesitant because he doesn't want to hurt his new friend, and so he falls short on the first one. And then he goes back to the second one, and he again is a little misjudges. He's not used to fighting things so small, and the axe actually lodges into the wall above, above the, the stairwell, and it's stuck in there. Because he rolled that one. <laughs> oh damn! Oh. At least he didn't hit you, Ergra.
3: That's true.
0: He doesn't know the rules. He doesn't know that RF can take it. <laughs> yeah. And then it's back to the top with our graph.
3: All right. I'm going to stare at this lady. And I'm going to just scream, this time you die. And I'll roll to attack. And learning nothing, I'll do great weapon master again. Oh boy. There's a 19 hit. It does. Oh, thank goodness. Alright, that will be 19 25 slashing. That will be 12 cold damage. 2 radiant and 1 force.
0: Describe to me how you are going to murder her.
3: Okay. I first quickly look back to make sure that Gunthar is watching. And then. I'll just go right through, and I just want to hit her dead in the chest and crack across her armor and basically have my axe come out the other side and then kick her off of it.
2: Okay. (laughs) Beautiful. Just beautiful.
0: So she does one of those, like, where the top half kind of hesitates and then eventually falls out to the ground with this, like, wet slap. Uh, but also the the ringing of her armor hitting the ice kind of goes through the cave. But she is bisected in front of your feet. Excellent. And Gendler gives you a eyebrow raise and a nod.
3: All right. Now feeling... He's basically giving me inspiration. I assume you were disguising him as a bard all this time. I'll go up the stairs where the other one went. Dude, I have 50 feet of movement. Could I reach her with that? Absolutely you can and then I'll make an attack on her
0: Okay. so you you find her basically just about to step off of the plateau but because you you bolted up the stairs in your Argrath way bouncing from step to step you manage to catch up to her
3: okay and yeah I'll make an attack on her Uh, yeah just a normal attack Ooh, that's going to do it. Uh,
4: 28. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm. Ooh, that's no damage. Uh, so, 7 Slashing. Okay. Oh, man. Uh, 6 Frost. Okay. Uh, 3 Radiant and 3 Force.
0: So she's hovering on the plateau looking around now that she's no longer in sight of Debbie. You can tell that she's processing, but you catch her by surprise as you basically hurdle yourself up these stairs and you basically do a running leap and you catch her with your axe and you actually bring her down closer to the ground with your axe. And you see, again, the blood start to pool on her chest as you caught through her armor and but she still looks like she's doing all right.
3: <laughs> well, we'll Not see.
0: Great. We'll see about that bonus
3: action since I killed someone. Extra attack. And right. I'll go... try and attack
2: her so she goes falling down the stairs so she comes back to the rest of us.
3: I'll go uh, great weapon master on this one. Okay. Good boy, come on. Nope, nope, that's not happening. Uh, that was an eight.
0: No. No. Nope. <laughs> yeah. So you, because you got her with the first swing, you go as you go to go for the next swing. She just thought she maneuvers herself with her wings and she dodges out of the way as you as you go to hit her. So you've cornered this this other creature up on the plateau, but now it's a Debbie.
1: I'm gonna move so that I'm like in between, I think this is as far as I got to go, the humans and I guess the thing that was afraid of me, I can't move any farther. And I'm gonna hold my action. If I see, if I see her, I will fire shatter at
0: third level. Okay. At her. Good. On her turn, she is engaged with Argrath in Melee. So she is going to use her sword, her long sword, to attack you, hopefully three times. No, no way. But still with disadvantage. Yep. Oh. So, she hits you with the first one for 16. That's fine. She slashes again with the second one, but again, there's a little bit of pain, so she falls short on the second one. But she looks at you, and she takes it with both hands, and she tries to shove the sword into your gut for 29 damage. Ooh, okay.
3: How are you doing, Argrath? Argrath can still fight for a while.
0: And I need you to do a a concept for me.
3: Oh, okay.
0: Is Argrath still doing okay? (laughs) Well,
3: it depends on this. That wasn't great. 13.
0: You are now poisoned.
3: Okay. Don't suppose I can just say no and it doesn't happen. (laughs)
0: You don't have time control like Dougie. Dang. Okay. You have disadvantage on everything pretty much. Yep. And as she does that, she spits the blood in her mouth at you. She hisses something at you, but it's in a language you don't understand.
3: Uh, As a free action, can I spit my own blood back at her since I've been stabbed so many times? (laughs) I'll give two I can do stuff too
0: Uh, Nimue it's now your turn
2: with 30 feet of flying could I reach or how close would I be to them
0: if you double moved you should be able to get there
2: at least to the edge of the
0: stairs yeah
2: oh If I just used my regular movement, would I still be able to see them? I don't need to be super close, I just need to see them.
0: Yeah, yeah, I would say that if you would get probably most of the way up the stairs, because she's in flight, you would be able to see her over the, at the peak of the incline of the stairs. Excellent. If she wasn't in flight, you wouldn't be able to see her, but she is in flight.
2: Alrighty, so as my bonus action, I'm going to switch Hunter's Mark to her. Then I'm going to attack her. I'm going to use Sharpshooter this time. I'm going to remember that. It's important. And I missed that first time real bad, unless 12 hits.
0: Definitely not.
2: Okay. I'm going to attack again with Sharpshooter. And this time I'm pretty sure I hit 16 plus nine. Yeah. Hi, Matt. Excellent. I hit her. I hit her real hard. hard. I hit her for 33 damage. Dang. That's what I've been trying to do the whole time.
0: (laughs) So, you shoot off your bow, and Argrath, you hear the whistling of an arrow rocket past your ear and embeds into the chest of this creature. And again, she coughs, and a little bit of blood starts dribbling down, and you can see her eye kind of glance past you. But, nope, again, because she has elevation, she can she spots Nimue down in the distance.
2: As the arrow goes by your head, if you look out your corner of your eye, that written on the arrow, it says, catch, bitch.
0: That's what happens when you have friends that are still alive. <laughs> oh, yeah. Vicious mockery damage. Just kidding. <laughs> Argrath's going to take a level in Bard next.
2: That would be beautiful.
0: Anything else you could do on your turn, Nimlin?
2: No, I had to use my bonus action to switch Hunter's Mark over to her. The two still conscious
0: humans get up and start to bolt toward the other... To the other entrance. That is all they're doing. And they look absolutely terrified. And then the other two just lay at your feet and do nothing. <laughs> Sam, so you just had these two humans just basically bolt away from you.
1: Oh, okay. At least they're running away from the danger.
5: Yeah. I guess I'm gonna scream, Hey, wait, where are you going at, though? And, you still have two more to protect, but... Yeah, yeah who are, like, unconscious, so... I'm just gonna stand by the unconscious ones, and... maybe hold any other actions. Unless... If I see the... Because I can't see what's happening. Or can I see? No. So yeah, I'm gonna hold my action until I see the other lady come back over, if she does. Because I don't know what she's up to, or how Argrath's doing, yeah. You just know that Nimue and Argrath are up there with her. Yeah. I'm assuming
0: she's not coming back, just in case. Samaluri, you hold your action, when you're just keeping, keeping your eye on these two unconscious humans, yep. and on Gunther's turn, he puts his axe on the ground and he kind of is leaning on the handle of the axe and he pokes his head down the stairwell and is, I believe in you, Argrath! <laughs> and, and giant, so, uh, oh, so you guys just hear some random <laughs> sound. Yeah. Uh, but Argrath, you hear that bellow of, of encouragement and you get zero bonuses from it, so. He's <laughs> <laughs> <It's> not hard. <laughs> <laughs> but back to the top and it is now your turn.
3: Okay. So my poison condition takes away my advantage that I had. So I'll just yeah. do a straight roll here. Ah, oh, so close. But I'll settle for the 19 on the dice for 29 to hit. Absolutely. And that will be 13 slashing. Seven cold. And then 5 Radiant and 2 Force.
0: So you... Oh, no, you still have another attack. Do your other attack.
4: (laughs)
3: Nope, 15. No, that doesn't hit.
0: So you snarl in her face, her blood kind of dripping down your cheek, and you go and you swing again, and again it cuts deep, and you hear, like, a guttural grunt coming from her throat, but she is too good to scream for you. Uh, but you go for the second one, hoping that you could get a killing blow, but unfortunately, it misses, and you just fall short. She manages to dodge out of the way again.
3: Stop moving!
0: Anything else?
3: No. Nimue.
2: Nimue?
0: Isn't it? Okay. Me? okay. Yeah. Oh sorry, Debbie. I is, was looking at me. the wrong spot. It's Dovey.
2: Yeah. Okay, okay, good. I was I was Debbie. thinking.
1: I was like <laughs> Um I'm gonna do the same thing I did last time. I think Nimue and Argrath have it, so I'm just gonna wait. If I see an enemy I will cast shatter.
0: You keep yourself poised, your spell ready. Now it's her turn. She pulls. She pulls back her long sword again, both hands, and she tries to stab you with it, get you right through the chest again. Still has disadvantage. Another net twenty. Oh, and then not a net twenty. <laughs> so she misses on the first one. She goes again. So <laughs> she goes and she tries to get at you, but you just you just like casually shift your body a little bit, and for the first two times she just can't seem to get at you, but the third time, she pulls back and she jabs the sword right into your chest. And you will take 24. Half of 24.
3: Okay, I'll do
4: that.
0: And she tries to bury it into your chest as she's staring at you in your eyes, but... It's not as strong, as strong of a hit as she would like it to be, or doesn't. For some reason, she's like, "I don't understand. Like, it should be sinking right into your flesh, but it almost feels like the hardness of your muscles and your flesh just are resisting it."
3: Because That's exactly it. what it is. Yeah.
5: And now, are you looking, grass?
3: It wouldn't be a bad thing if this fight ends. If-
0: And now it is Nimue
2: Alrighty, so I'm going to get closer So that I can get into a position where I can see her When she's not flying But I'm still far enough away to shoot her with my bow and arrow So you basically
0: go up a couple more stairs So you're still, you can now, you start You can basically see Argrath's torso Like his head to his torso But again, because she's hovering a little bit further up You can see her fully now
2: Excellent. So, bonus action, Planner Warrior. Because she already has Hunter's Mark and Planner Warrior is passive. Then I'm going to shoot her with my uh, with my bow. And, oh, 19. And I forgot Sharpshooter. You can say Sharpshooter. Sharpshooter. There you go. Because I still hit regardless, because I got a 19.
0: You rolled a 19, right?
2: Yeah, I rolled a 19. Yeah. Yeah, high math. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's get this. Oh, fuck me. Both of my bonus dice rolled, like, two of them rolled once. So even though I hit her, I apparently didn't hit her very hard. 31 damage. And, and then I'm, I'm going to shoot her again, and I'm going to switch out these dice first, because clearly they are not working nicely. Sharpshooter. 14 plus 9. Okay. Much better. 34. Describe
0: to me how you want to kill it.
2: Yay! Yay! I'm going to aim for, obviously, her eye, because that is, like, my favorite spot to shoot with Sharpshooter. And her throat, for two, like, one gets, like, right in the eye, the next one gets right in the throat. And I watch her drop. And then I ask Ardreth how he's feeling. Just casual. I don't really care. She just dropped. She's nothing now.
3: Hey... Do cuts usually have this, like, weird pussy stuff coming out of them?
2: No, that is not supposed to happen. We should go see Sam. But first, I'm going to check and see if there's anything on her.
0: (laughs) So you go over to the body, and you flop her over and kind of examine the body, and she's not carrying anything. You don't find, like, there's no coins or anything on her, but you can see a her sword is laying next to her and it's just clattered onto the stone and sitting between her wings on her back is a longbow and a quiver.
2: Anything interesting about the longbow and quiver?
0: When you look at the longbow again you get that the what would should be wood of the bow is again that that black blacker than black metal that looks like it's made out of almost like space and voidness. And then again, the little cracks and veins of glowing orange come that look like fire from below. And the quiver is just a black leather quiver and then what looks like to be mundane arrows inside.
2: Alrighty, well I'm gonna take those just in case something comes through and sees her. I don't want them to have access to her creepy weapons. I'm also going to steal two feathers from her. I pluck out two bright crimson feathers. And do I know what she is? not. She's dead. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough.
0: The armor the armor also looks
2: the armor looks immaculately made.
0: It's a full plate armor, but the chest is now like cracked in multiple places on the impacts of of Our grass damage.
2: No shiny things I can steal from her?
0: No, they look like they came empty handed, other
2: than for fights. Man, useless. Useless.
0: Do you take the sword as well, or do you leave the sword?
2: I take the sword as well. It's another one of the scary black swords, right? Okay. So
0: you loot the weapons off of her body and you take the quiver and you and Argrath start to head back down the stairs. Argrath, you're moving
2: a little slower. You're not feeling very good. Can't can't use any of my healing spells on you.
3: Wait, what? (laughs) I'm bleeding. Why would you say that to me?
2: Well, we'll get to Sam. Sam will be able to help you.
3: Just saying, like, you said you had healing spells. Bleeding.
2: Yes, but I've already used my bonus action this turn. Oh, you guys are out of combat. Oh, we are? Oh, okay. Then yeah, I would yeah. use my healing spells. <laughs>
0: I wouldn't let you can't loot a body in six seconds. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you guys are straight okay. up out of combat. Yeah.
2: Cure wounds. Let's use a different D8 so you actually get some sort of health from it. That is a Seven. You get seven health. Does that do anything for curing? It helps. Yeah. It doesn't do anything for poison. Is he still poisoned? Yeah.
0: So the wound closes, but you can still see, like, your veins are this purpley black. Like, you can see the purpley black veins crawling through from the wound into your skin.
2: Do I have anything else I can help you with? I have to say from a
0: mechanical point of view, I think it's weird that you can be poisoned for the rest of your life. You just have to take disadvantage on things instead of dying yep. from it. I <laughs> agree. Yeah, I will say, sense. though, I am not going to let you live forever with poison. <laughs> if you don't get it treated, I will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh
2: Alrighty, so I'm going to use uh, healing hands as well. And you get 10 hit points. Thanks. Now let's go see if Sam has something for that poison.
3: Sam, the mean lady stabbed me and now I'm poisoned.
5: Oh no. Question. Does Argrath's blood count as non-magical drink?
0: What is the context that you're asking?
5: Because I have purified food and drink.
0: No. Absolutely not.
5: (laughs) Damn it. Because it renders drink free of poison and disease.
0: I will tell you the only way to remove poison is lesser restoration or greater restoration.
1: You have that, don't you? But we need a diamond. We need a
5: diamond. We're so close to diamonds. Argrath, we gotta find you a diamond and quick before you get dead poisoned.
3: I don't want to get dead poisoned.
5: I don't want you to get dead poisoned either.
3: Dovey, I've been dead poisoned.
5: (laughs) Oh
2: no! We should probably also heal those humans that are good people.
5: Some of them ran away. They were very
1: frightened, I think. I, I don't
2: know where they time. went. By this time,
0: yeah, by this time the two the two other humans have started have fled up the stairs.
5: Yeah, I don't think they have very anywhere they can go. Did the door get closed to the stronghold again?
1: They'll be safe. There's not really anywhere for them to go. I they were probably just so happy to be free
5: or scared of it. Yeah, whatever those things were.
2: Yeah. Weird. Wait, did we see any? Black powder.
5: Oh.
1: Maybe we'd have to like look at the sleeping humans. Okay,
5: let's go check out what
0: the sleeping humans have.
1: <laughs> hey, let's
5: loot the sleeping humans. Oh my
0: goodness. Yeah. So you go so you go to the two unconscious humans and you kind of roll them over, and what you didn't notice before is they both have a backpack on them. And it's it's actually like clipped to them so that they can't remove it it has to be removed for them. So you actually go and you manage to unbuckle it from them and you open it up. um, And you see um, files of that black powder and then... Because you dump it out and they're bottled black powder. And then you see cartridges with fuses on them.
5: Can I scoop all that
2: up? Are we going to take both of the packs of... Explosives.
5: Let's do it. All right. I will take the other pack worth of explosives, because that seems like a good How idea. Much does that count for gunpowder in? I'll have to I'll have to figure that out for you at the okay. end. At the okay. end, what mechanically that
0: will do for you guys?
5: And okay. we don't know what it does, right? We don't. We just know it's they've been using it to get the giants out of the ice, and causing the rumblings problem. And causing the rumblings problem. <laughs> because the dwarf said that they were making explosions they
1: didn't know how
5: that's right so we have an idea yeah okay did, that's did good did the dwarf know name, name it as dynamite or whatever no nope. they just said explosions
0: yeah cuz they don't cuz nobody cuz unless you talk to somebody from stag you they don't know what it is
5: we're probably gonna accidentally discover what it does when one of us goes, "Hey, Duffy, set this on fire," or we're and in it a all battle. blows up in our face, and I create fireball, <laughs> Oh God. fireball,
1: and you guys walk into it, I have and, to and see all you. the gunpowder goes
0: off. Yeah, I was really sad that Aaron did not try fire because I was,
4: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I didn't want to oh. hurt the humans,
5: right? Could. That would have been a massive explosion. Oh, that oh, would yeah. have been awful. With all four of them too, because all four of them probably have bags of gunpowder. Oh my goodness! So you still
0: have the dead body of the other of the other winged creature laying at, on the floor of the cavern. The two unconscious humans seem to be. Oh, they're not dying. You do a quick medicine check and you manage to make sure they're stabilized. The other two have fled up the stairs. You're not entirely sure where, there are, where they are. But you are no longer in immediate danger. All the enemies that you know of have currently been destroyed. So we will pick up next week. See what happens next To listen to the continuing adventures of Argrath, Dovey, Nimue, and Sam, make sure to follow Bad Rolls, Worst Decisions on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite podcast provider. You can also follow us on Instagram at BRWDPodcast, all one word, or visit our new website, BRWDPodcast.com. Until next time, Bad Rollers.